When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk window 71 and live streaming all over the earth at mytalkwindle71.com. I'm Jason Matheson and joining me. Every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become a Charmin toilet paper tester, ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Thompson. Ooh, 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 ooh. Did ooh, I already ooh, do that? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Tom McLean. Good morning. And good morning to you. On this Monday, October 10th, 2022, welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to Hug a Drummer Day. Welcome to Indigenous Peoples Day. Welcome to International Stage Management Day. Welcome to Angel Food Cake Day. Welcome to Cake Decorating Day. Welcome to Handbag Day. Welcome to Hug a Kevin Day. Welcome to Kick <laughs> Butt Day. Welcome to Love Your Hair Day. Welcome to Alexis's, uh, one of her favorite days, the Metric System Day. Welcome <laughs> to Online Banking Day. Welcome to Tuxedo Day. Take a Walk in a Park Day. Welcome to Native American Day. Welcome to Squid and Cuttlefish Day. Welcome to Canadian Thanksgiving. Welcome to Naval Academy Day. Welcome to World Mental Health Day. World Porridge Day. And welcome to your very first sip. Of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Alexis Thompson, as we begin a brand new week, I ask you, how the hell is your coffee? Uh, my coffee is brewing right now. Oh, right it now. It sure smells really good. It's just down the hall. So, yes, in the break, I'm going to grab some. Um, and you shall enjoy it. But it will be delicious, yes. It shall be delicious. That's right, Dawn. Oh, How's your tea? My tea is great. Um, I want to just acknowledge, since it's Hug a Drummer Day, be careful if you hug a drummer, you might be paying his bills for at least a year. So, um, it's a thing. Sucker. <laughs> Drummers will lure you in and then <laughs> just be then careful, girls. Paying his Montgomery Ward bills and his electric bill. And yes. Yeah. Okay. How's your coffee, uh, coffee taste? Thank you, guys. I have not hugged a drummer, mm. and uh, yeah, I'm going to hug a Kevin, though. Our uh, our IT guy Kevin. over here, he's a sweet guy. His name's Kevin Casey. I'm going to hug him today because IT people are the best. They really are. Oh, yeah. They are They're whole world was shut. They are lifesavers, Lex. So I'm going to hug a Kevin today. <laughs> so cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> Where is mm. that from? That's a flight attendant. From about 10 years ago on an American Airlines flight, who uh, I guess it was her thing to make that noise during her oh. welcome aboard speech. So, he'll raise the roof. Yeah, I guess. 
That's right. She was very happy. <laughs> Lex she was to be. calling out to her porpoise family. She was called. Yes, she was summoning the porpoise family. <laughs> uh, Lex. Now, the last time we saw you, yes. Uh, Don and I regretted not volunteering to take Zen. Uh, right. to the doctor because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had a horrible second chance romance. <laughs> That's right before that. Yeah. I was listening, driving, speeding to my house and uh-huh. cracking up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fun we for were you. too. It was, yeah, it was great. You. I was like, yes, <laughs> this was the time to leave. He's trying to use us. That's she right. She already told him I don't like you and this is why. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy. She never heard of us, Don. Remember she yeah, said that? Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry that I don't listen. I have no yeah. idea who you guys are. And that's, that's fine. Like, yeah. it's, it doesn't bother we us. It. We just thought it was funny. Yeah. It was Oops. his last-ditch effort. And yeah. it's just... <laughs> she, she pulled my own favorite Mariah Carey line back on us. I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't know her. Yeah, I was listening and laughing. And, oh yeah, my we goodness. were too, Lex. We were too. Yeah. Yeah. How's Zen, though? He's so much better. Um, yeah, it was like a three-day, four-day bug because it really kind of started on Wednesday. And, um, yeah, no daycare. And um, he's feeling so much better. Still a little cough. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No. Thank goodness. Now, we were worried about you, and I did text you during Friday show. Yeah. Now, here's... Now, this is why we were concerned. Oh, why? And th- no, no, this is why we were concerned. And we we get it. It was really cute. When we get on the air, and Don goes... If one of us said, did you see Alexis' social media? And I said, yeah. She's all up in that kid's face. She's just <laughs> snuggling, snuggling like the day is long. And then we just thought, oh, she he's coughing in her face. Oh, yeah. Just just all sorts of things that we're not going to talk about on morning radio. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, number but, three. That's right. You know what all, I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And, and Ale- oh, it's just so cuddly, cuddly. I'm like, yeah, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until he transfers those kid germs to you. That's true. <laughs> That's so about you, right. I wasn't yeah. feeling super hot either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but really? But luckily, okay. it only hit me for like a day, and then by Saturday morning, I felt much better. So oh, good. So the goodness. snuggles were worth it. The oh snuggles. my gosh! Yeah, I got in the crib with him again. Whoa! 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 Um, whoa! Yeah. whoa. Terms of endearment. What? <laughs> No. She's Shirley McLean at dawn. No. He is three now. He'll be three in November. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, it's definitely in crampy up in that crib with him. Um, And I'm, you know, what? I'm five, five. So I'm kind of short. But it, the funny thing is, is, you know, he was just having such a hard time. So I was like, all right. Yeah. I got in there. He's in the, like, you know, the oh my. on my bicep, tricep, you know, upper arm sleeping. And, you know, it's that sweaty drooly like deep sleep yeah and um God. i passed out oh, a little Lord. bit with him but when i woke up you know i'm like oh my get out of this hot and sweaty hot and trap my legs oh, are all Lord. cramping because they have to be bent and my leg the the rings in the or the rungs on the <laughs> on the um, crib aren't big enough for my legs to fit through so i can't just like stick a leg you know, out stick my legs stick leg out, out like Shaquille O'Neal in a you know a, tw- a twin size bed you know yeah. it was like ah uh, my legs are just cramping so then i cr- propped them up on the corners and just hoping you know that will just help but then my arms asleep and you don't want to move you know so it wasn't 
very comfortable. I mean, in well, theory, it's very <laughs> sweet. You know, I'm like, I'm snuggling with my baby. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in my bed it would have been different, but I just jumped in his crib and I'm like, I'm sitting there. What am I doing? This is, what's the load bearing? No offense or anything. It's not like I, you're. Yeah, no. I mean, you're an adult, so it's yeah. like, this is a quality crib. Your kid can get like adult size. Yeah, no, I worry about that too. Yeah. Um, but it seemed to be just fine. Uh, it wasn't Boeing or. You know, making funky noises or anything. And Lex, yeah. and again, let me piggyback off Dawn's. I mean nothing by this, but are we sure Zen wants you in that crib? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's passed out. He doesn't know what's he, happening. Yeah, he was He was all about, I think at that point it was like, sure, you know, more the merrier. Come sure. on, make me hotter. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, God, Lex. Oh, gosh. You know, these snuggles, though, I am really soaking them in because I just, they're, yeah, you know, he's an active boy. He just does not want, or kid, yeah. doesn't, you know, gender, whatever. But he's just very, like, all over the place. So to finally just, like, oh, have him there with me, it was very nice. Oh, well, he and doesn't to want be to mommy. Hug anymore. Yeah, no, and it's, it's going it's it's to go just, fast. It's going to, yeah. Yeah, right. It's just like a for a longer period of time where, you know, he's just, he's there. So, yeah, yeah it Did was you, very sweet. So you got over it. Luckily, you yeah. felt okay on Saturday. Did you have an event this weekend? I did. That was the other thing. You know, it's oh, Breast Cancer Lord. Awareness Month. Yes, it is. And um, so we also had, at the same time, a big toy show down in Rochester. Okay. It was the Nerd and Out Comic Con. And yeah. that's where my husband was. And um, <laughs> my mom flew in, thank goodness. Um, so I was able to go to the event and not worry. Although I had some other arrangements. But anyway, she came last minute kind of deal. Um, so, of course, it's really fun to, to have her here. And then, um, yeah, went to Southern Lights. 9 to 11, Weekly Dish broadcasted live. It was Steph and Bradley. So that was pretty fun to oh, see fun. them. And uh, there's a huge tent sale right now going on at Southern Lights. So if you need lighting, it goes through tent Saturday. Sale. Huge. And Lisa, 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 Lisa Motes, who um, owns Southern Lights, she's a breast cancer survivor. So every year she raises money um, at Southern Lights for the American Cancer Society and making strides against breast cancer. So oh, nice this was that annual event. We had a huge silent auction, which, by the way, if you stop in before Saturday, it's still going. It's underway. Oh. So you can outbid me. I told Lisa, <laughs> if someone outbids me, call me, because there's a few things. They have this LED lantern yeah. that um, also has like a radio and um, Wi-Fi and all of this stuff built into it. That you can just put on your patio outside. And I was like, I want that. Um, so anyway, and a few other things to gift cards. And some. Uh, I put some of my handmade items in there. Uh, Steph's oh, book nice. is in there. Um, uh, there. Megan, who works at Southern Light, she makes like really beautiful light um, shades. Yeah. Uh, she covers with fabric and stuff. So some of those are in there. Um, anyway, it was just really beautiful. Fun day. Lots of my talkers stopped by. And also another reminder for you to get your mammogram. Schedule your mammogram if you haven't done that yet. Yep. Because um, that is how Lisa found her breast cancer. And by then it was stage three. So, oh. uh, but she's, yeah, doing great. Steph is a 12 year survivor. Yes, she is. I did not realize it'd been that long. And we just um, had another, we just had another reminder of the importance with our buddy Katie Couric and revealed her that's diagnosis. Right. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, oh, that's good, Lex. Yeah, I'm it, glad you got feeling. 
well enough to go. Yeah, super good. Um, well, you know, I was much better, and I didn't yeah. feel like you know we were ta- we each took like three COVID tests because I didn't <laughs> want him. You know, if he had COVID, that would have been terrible. If I had, you know, got it from him, and then if my mom was visiting, the no, worst it would be to give yeah. it to her. So yeah, you're luckily it's, it wasn't that. It to different states. Yep. <laughs> yeah, at that Iowa, point, Wisconsin, and, and then I was like, "Sorry, Bob, you can't come." And that would have yeah. just been like, "Oh man," I was already feeling just kind of about the weekend, just you know, with everything going on. So um, anyway, it was really fun, and it was good, good to see people. So perfect. Yeah, hope you well, guys we had com- good weekends too. We did. Uh, yeah, I had a. I had a really busy weekend, and um, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Spend some time with a, a, a comedian that I happen to really enjoy, and he's been in basically eight thousand movies and TV shows, and uh, got to see him this weekend. So we'll talk about that. Nice. Plus, Rick Ross is afraid of something unusual. Well, hmm. the fear is unusual, I believe. Don has that story more when we come back. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. How about Red Lobster for lunch? Wake up your taste for seafood in the middle of the day. Enjoy lunch at Red Lobster. We'll serve you right away. This isn't the old burgers and fries routine. Uh uh-uh. uh. Red Lobster serving scampi, flounder, salads, lots of lunches far from routine. Everything we do is for the seafood lover in you. Red Lobster for the seafood lover in you. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. All new classic commercials all morning long. That is from 1979 at the height of Red Lobster's popularity. Um, announcing their new lunch menu with servers <laughs> with servers dressed like sailors. I would have hated to have worn oh, that uniform. Yeah, anyway, that's yeah, real tough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> they look like they're getting ready to dance with Tom and Jerry and Esther Williams. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning for this Monday, October tenth. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful morning. Um, Rick Ross, Don. Rick Ross, just huge record producer, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. In the hip-hop world, he did a little podcast thing with DJ Khaled, and they talk about snacks and things like that. It's for GQ, uh, and he's afraid of almond milk, and I will um, just play this for you. I'm still not up on the almond milk. Oh, no, no, Ross. Rose still frightened. No, 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 get the I'm almond frightened. milk. I just got up on 2% milk a couple no, years no, no, ago. No, 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 get the almond milk. Now y'all trying to... Conspiracy. No, 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 no. The, the, and it's the question. Is it from the almond of the walnut? What? Is they squeezing it out of the peanut? I don't. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I don't have that answer, and I usually have every answer. <laughs> First of all, he says, is it the almond of the walnut? Yeah. So it's like yes. a walnut is a different nut, and yeah. then he mentions the peanut. 
So we need to get him straight on what almond milk is. Yeah, I hope that um, what's that big silk is sending him a, a boatload. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be great. Of options. And he hasn't actually tra- tried it yet. He says, <laughs> but um, so if you don't know, if you've always wondered how you make almond milk, you can actually make it yourself if yeah. you don't. If you're just you know super ambitious. I mean, I mm-hmm. say just go buy it, but you take blended almonds. And then you put water with it, and then you strain the mixture to remove the solids. Or you can take yep. almond butter, and you can add water to it and strain it. Almond or just butter. buy some yeah. silk. Yeah. yeah. Almond butter. I mean, it has a lot of medical benefits. Of course, it's dairy-free, plant-based. Um, you know, you're you're not getting that lactose if you're lactose intolerant, or if you just can't have it, you know, intolerant, or just... Can't have it at all. Yeah. It's better I, for you. I enjoy the almond and I enjoy the oat, the oat milk. I'm enjoying some right now. Can I just nice. bring you over to the cashew like milk side? May um, I have never had the cashew milk. Okay. 25 calories a serving. Okay. Yeah. That's right. I forgot that you like that's We, yeah. we searched for it. I love it. Yeah. it. yeah. It doesn't taste like super watery. You can't really taste the, like with coconut and like those blends with coconut, I can taste the coconut. Yep, oh, me yeah. too. I do not enjoy and coconut I, milk. I, I, yeah, I'm like okay with it if it's supposed to be like you can make a good um, stir fry with it. You know, put oh, a little yeah, curry yeah. in there with coconut milk. But you know, just almond milk and uh, and cashew milk is my jam. Okay, nice. I'm gonna try. It. Lex, do you like the cashew milk? I haven't. Well, no, I haven't really tried it. Well, oh. I stick with the almond milk. But, yeah. Okay. But, but you have been talking about it for a while, so maybe it's. Yeah. I th- gonna... for some reason since it's twenty five calories instead of thirty a serving, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm saving five <laughs> extra saving calories. Those five I'm calories. not really a calorie counter, but you know, you make your little choices here and there. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna finally try it. That's right. Try it with my coffee. I wish that they had little smaller servings because you don't want to commit to a big old jug of it, do you? No. Just I wish they had like the school school milk size. Just give yeah. me one of those. Yeah, I just so I can try it. That size, can't you? What'd you, you can? say? Yeah, I think so. I've never little, seen it. A little taster of it. Little little little, little dab. A little dab. Over oh, with the whipped cream or the you know yeah. the yeah. half and half. And the buttermilk. That's where I go. Oh boy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think that's it. good in his biscuits. Yeah, people don't that's do all. buttermilk like as a drink. A mil- do they? No, no, I hope not. It's gross. If you do, please let us know so we can yeah. talk to you about how weird you are. Yeah, I don't. The buttermilk <laughs> is not tasty. It's only good for the bacon. Yeah, it's, no, <laughs> right. To cook well, stuff. I don't even like the way it plunks out of the the the, the <laughs> gallon. No, no. Oh, I can't. It's just because it's so damn thick. Oh yeah. I look at when I pour it into my mixture, my flour mixture. I'm like, oh, every time I'm just like, this is some real thick <laughs> milk here, girl. This <laughs> is some nasty thick milk. Mm, so, what about like, um, eggnog? It's not time to talk about oh, that yet, but no. I love no. eggnog. Too thick. Oh, well, you got to cut it with milk. Oh, you put yeah. half milk, half eggnog. Ugh. Too thick and too early. I couldn't even, it's so early, I couldn't even find Amy uh, Grant's Jingle Bells. That's how early it is. Thank God. I was going to try, but I think that flight attendant would like that song. That's right. When we come back, everybody, um, 
my uh, day with Michael Rappaport when we return. Stay with us. Graham, you will start seeing yourself losing weight. It's amazing. I'm so excited to introduce you to a new program they have. It's called the Flex Program, and uh, it got even better. More flexibility than ever, if you can believe it. If you join right now, you're going to get eight weeks free. When you say, I heard this from Don McLean on my talk, just call him up, 855-GO-LIVIA, or go to Livia.com. You can read up a little bit about it. But basically what it is, is that they let you have foods that you love, fruit, pasta, even bread. And you can do these visits whenever you start the program. You can do them from your house. You don't have to go to a center, or you can you know, go into a center. I loved going into the center because they're so nice, and they know what they're talking about. You'll see results fast. They're uh, registered dietitians and nutritionists. So give them a call about this Flex program. It's totally new. It's flexible and it works. Livia.com, 855-GO-LIVIA. Get your first eight weeks free. And Livia was just voted Minnesota's Best Weight Loss Center for the second year in a row. When it comes, Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on My Talk and streaming all over the place on our My Talk app. I'm Jason with Lex and Dawn. Comedian and actor Michael Rappaport was in the Twin Cities over the weekend. Uh, performing stand-up at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy at the Mall of America. And uh, I was lucky enough to have him in studio as a guest on my talk show. And uh, I know that not he's not everybody's cup of tea. He's very outspoken, and that's putting it mildly. Uh, <laughs> and some of the stuff that he says upsets people. Uh, heard about that. But uh, oh, yeah. I, I got to tell you. My God, did I enjoy him. And I enjoyed him on the show. He was a guest that came to play, as we say. And he could not have been nicer off camera. Because we had him for a chunk of the hour. And then I actually went to go see him. I stayed up late on a, on a Saturday night, which was unbelievable. Um, we went to the 930 show of his at the House of Comedy. And laughed our butt off. My husband had never been to a comedy show ever in his life. And what? Uh, yeah, he's never gone to a stand up comedy. What are you talking me. about? Colin's <laughs> never gone ever. Oh. Um, neither has my mother in law. So. Uh, Did she go too? Yeah. Oh, she probably loved it then too. Yeah, we were going to take my mom, but she was worried about her puppy. So my mom uh, uh, RSVP'd a, a no. But uh, yeah, so we all went. And had a great time. And one of the things he talked about on the show, on the on the talk show, was he's a huge, other than being an actor and friends and only murders in the building and atypical and prison break and I could go on and on. My one of my favorite movies, Beautiful Girls. Um, but one of the things he loves is fantasy football. So we talked to Vikings, and then he loves Bravo. Oh gosh, does he love Bravo? And he is a housewives expert and routinely gives his hot take on housewives. So, of course, I brought up New York. Oh, and, yeah. And this whole thing <laughs> of uh, <laughs> and I knew it was one of those things where you, you know, you just have to wind up the guest and like a toy, you just let them go. And then you just sit back and. <laughs> yeah, he's good at that, I'm sure. Yeah. And I and and it worked because all I had to do was mention Bravo's idea of doing a reboot and an OG legacy show. Yeah, what which, was his takes? 
Well, Lex, I have it queued up. Here's here's Michael's here's Michael's very unfiltered take, including who he thinks single handedly ruined the franchise. Listen, we don't need a reboot. No, we do not need a reboot. When 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 you have Sonia Morgan, when you have the Countess Luanne de la Saps, who I say her name wrong, uh, when you have when you have Ramona Singer. You, when you have Leah McSweeney, those four last year made something out of nothing. You nothing. Know, you know who's responsible, and we're not going to deep dive on this. Okay. But you know who's responsible for blowing up New York? Ebony. Ebony is responsible for doing it. No one's going to say it, but I am Michael Rapport. Which camera? Right here. Michael, seven. I'm Michael Rapport. Ebony, Ebony, you single-handedly ruined one of the great franchises in Bravo history. Sorry. And this whole idea of rebooting it, you, 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 like, you know how hard it is at this I, point? To reboot that? <laughs> and, 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 you know, I have so much to say about it, but the, the, those women right there, you talk about the big three, and, you know, they talk about big threes in basketball, big threes in sports. Ramona, uh, uh, the Countess. And Sonia. And that's the real big three of New yeah. York City. Michael Rappaport. <laughs> Oh, oh, it really gets the crowd going. I bet they loved it. Oh, they were they were loving it. Only one person made a little frow kind of face with the ebony revelation. Is um, that but, the truth, guys? Because those were the forgotten years, the lost years for me. I didn't watch, so mm, I don't know if she ruined it or not. She absolutely did. And I know uh, she did. Okay. She did. And what does that mean? Like, was she just mean? She or? tried to make she tried to make the show like an issues based show. And oh. And it just wasn't, you can't, it's, that's not New York. That's not housewives. And you try to do it and it's not, it, it, it it was bad. It was really, it was really bad. Now I would say, I would add, I would add kind of like a, a a chaser, a beer chaser to what he said. It's not, it wasn't just Ebony. It was the fact that they didn't add any, they had a very small cast. I mean, they didn't. They didn't really replace Bethany. They did with Leah, but it was just a small. It was like four people, and <laughs> and they were uh, kind of handicapped by the fact that they were shooting it at the height of the pandemic. So really, all the only place they could really go was Ramona's house. So it made the that oh. season that it made the season seem very claustrophobic. Um, now look. Beverly Hills managed to do it. I mean, if I'm being fair, other the other franchises managed their way through the pandemic, but I think it was a series of bad bad situations for New York. Bethany left, which left them a little hobbled, and then Dorinda left, which further hobbled the franchise. And then um then they tried to make it serious. They tried to make it issues in a like Ramona with Ramona and Ebony. <laughs> oh my gosh! And she it just you, no, yeah. So anyway, uh, then he, you know, he talked about the Vikings. He made an Adrian Peterson reference, and the audience booed him jokingly. And he's like, "Fine, Fran Tarkenton." <laughs> he tried. He was talking, to, and then he, he goes, "I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try to make a who the hell's our quarterback now? Kurt? Uh, uh, who's our oh, Lex, cousins? Kurt Cousins." He was, I'm not even going to waste my time making a Kirk Cousins reference. (laughs) Oh, God, he was so funny. Oh, he just got the audience going. But he um, he's one of those people, Lex, that we say, um, God bless him. He got off the set and he took a picture with basically every producer 
Because yeah. he was stopped on his way out. You have to, when you exit our studio, you have to walk through our newsroom. So um, all the producers, and I mean, uh, realistically, about 10. I saw on social media, 10 of our staff all had single pictures with him. He stopped and said hello to everybody. And, he gets um, it. You're right. He gets it. And his show Saturday was so funny um, at House of Comedy. He was I've never seen a stand up. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of his acting. I love Atypical. And is it raunchy? He, is he? Yeah. He. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He says he. Yeah. If you're allergic to the F word, um, it, there's no medication that will help you. I mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does he do a lot of like play with the audience? Like, you know, maybe a little bit. Yeah. A little about bit. Them? Okay. He opened up just talking about how kids are raised so differently uh, now compared to how he was raised in New York. Um, and then, you know, this will tell you how nice he was. We we were in the audience, and I'm not kidding. The show got over, I think, at 1130, and I got an alert. At 1132, he sent me a DM thanking me for being in the audience. So, like, top of mind. I mean, the dude... He, he was really, really nice and uh, and has since DM'd me to make sure that I w- watch his his rant on Kanye. I said, okay. So, oh, God. Yeah. What a great... Yeah. It's, it just makes your job so much easier. Yes. You know, on your talk you, show. You're yes. like, you just sit back and go, oh, thank God. Oh, yeah. I don't have to really do nope. a lot. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, just go. To me, he is still eternally young. Like, I think of him in true romance. And mm-hmm. now he's... Yeah. Older, obviously, but I 52. still think of him as like twenty something. I don't know what yeah. that is, but yeah. he has a lot of passion and and about all kinds of subjects. Oh, yeah. and it's just like wow, somebody who speaks their mind and doesn't dance around issues. <laughs> well, he Lex, has a podcast, I podcast, doesn't he? Or he, he used does. to be in radio too, or yeah, and he talks fantasy football. Yeah, and, and and Lex, I got him going too during the commercial break um, because I knew that he would cuss if I mentioned this. I got him going on. I, we're talking Michael Rappaport, my talkers. If you um, just tuned in, uh, he was on my show on Friday and went to the comedy show of his over the weekend. Um, Lex, I mentioned Gary. I mentioned Baba Booey oh, from no. uh, from Oh, Lex, <laughs> that's from real. That's, that's real. Him, it's real. It's yeah. real, Lex, because he. I mentioned him, and and Jeff goes. Um, Executive producer Jeff goes. Now, don't worry, Michael. We're not going to bring him up. He goes. We can bring up Gary. You mean that. And he went off. He goes, you mean Gary, that blankety blank, 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 blank. And the audience is dying laughing. And he went off like he went off on him. I go, oh, God, I wish we could have aired this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Break. It was so good. <laughs> that's, was so that's good. great. Yeah. Oh. God, he hates him. <laughs> anyway, you. uh Man. Yeah, Michael tours all over the country. He's he's gonna he loves Minneapolis audiences. He loves Minnesota audiences. Awesome. So uh, he said he's gonna swing back here. So when he comes back, everybody, my talkers, go see him. It's 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 a good show. Just where do you do a show? Oh, Rick Bronson. Rick Bronson's yeah. House of Comedy. Yeah. Just take your if you're allergic to cussing. Uh, <laughs> you're take your. Not gonna like him. Yeah. No, no, no. Or take your allergy pills and then head over there. Uh, when when we uh, come back, I mentioned him. Yee is in trouble. Uh, Yee is getting banned. We'll talk Yay. about that. Yay. Uh, well, I, I, now, I really didn't do that on purpose. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yay is in trouble. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll talk about that. And then the Wednesday trailer dropped. 
Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. That more when we return. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. I'm bored. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. All new classic commercials all morning long. That's from 1984 with James Coburn uh, making using a MasterCard seem really luxurious. Uh, I'm bored. I'm bored, MasterCard. Um, That's dangerous. Yeah. So I mentioned it. Micah Rappaport mentioned it. Uh, Ye is in trouble. He's been banned from Twitter and Instagram. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Uh, He was banned because he was anti-Semitic. I'm not even going to try to, like I saw a news organization put in in quotes. No. I mean, let's just not. Come on. He, he, He went on Twitter on Saturday night and said, I'm tired. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, I'm tired. But when I wake up, I'm going like Mach 5 on Jewish people. Or or I'm almost exact with that. But Oh, and then he kind of doubled down later, didn't he say, oh, um, he, in response to someone that, uh, who, which Jewish people told you to step up? Yeah. Something like that? Yes. Like, Wait a second. What is Why going are on? are we talking about Jewish people? Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, we we were talking, Jeff and I were talking about it this morning, and obviously we were putting it on that show, too. And I just said, because someone piped in and said, well, it's, you know, he's struggling with mental illness. I said, I get that. I said, but how long? Not that not. And and I'm not saying it's an excuse. That's not even I'm trying to find a word that's not excuse. But how long is it acceptable for folks to accept this type of behavior, this type of behavior? I, I just, every time that he says something like this, because what happens, especially the, the, when when you're using anti-Semitic language like he used, saying that, that Jewish folks control everything. So when, God. so when, then when, it, when people c- come after that statement, then it's like a self, self-fulfilling prophecy. Then uh, the, the, the anti-Semitic person can go, see, see. They do control everything. They're trying to shut down my my freedom of speech. And it's it's like a no-win situation in these anti-Semitic situations. And it's it's and that's exactly disgusting. what's happening. It's disgusting. That's why it's hard to pin this down. Oh, gosh, Kanye, what's going on? I think it's all just it, it, it's one thing for attention grabbing. And then it's also like, do you really believe this? Or is he just saying it to say it? I really wonder if there's a difference for him. I, off the top of my head, I think he believes this. Yeah. I do. I think, I don't think this is a publicity thing. Okay. I do, do you? No, I, I'm, I'm legit asking the question. Oh, no, no, no. I think no, and he I'm likes like, attention. And okay. I think that whether it's good, bad, whatever, yeah. he'll say it to get mm. that attention. 
Oh, okay. Whether he wholeheartedly believes it or if he has even thought about it. Yeah. You know, like think about the consequences or anything that could happen. But if you were in charge of these social media networks, would you do the same thing? Would he be gone? What about Twitter now? He's he, he went now he's back on Twitter and he's saying the same things. I thought Twitter banned him too. Yeah. Oh, did that just happen overnight? I Sorry. think. Yeah, okay. I think. No, 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 I saw no, no, his no, no, tweets no. And I was like, really? Uh, now he's on Twitter. Yeah, it's like uh, like whack a mole. Like, <laughs> right? Where is he going to pop up next? Yeah, he's going to be on that one that we be real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be real anti-Semitic right now, <laughs> front and back. Right. Dawn, what do you think? I do you think-, think? Do you think he really believes this stuff? Uh, I think that he does. And maybe he just, I mean, he's just digging in the depths of his ugliness. That's what I think it is. And he has ups and downs. You know, you can see whenever he's getting manic. This is an upswing, you know what I mean? And um, it's really, really sad. Like, I'm, I mean, his, his profile is still up on Twitter. It is? It okay. is, yeah. And I, the last time he tweeted was October 8th. So I don't know what it means if you're banned. Do they just take your whole account down or do they leave it up and you just can't post? I think that's what they do. Are you do. suspended? Okay. Yeah. They, yeah um, I think- they take the violation down and then whatever's left, they just kind of leave up there for a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, the last thing he tweeted was Iranian youth are leading a revolution against 44 years of dictatorship. The world needs to support them and honor their courage. Okay, and then the next okay. one was, who do you think created cancel culture? Okay. Well, I know who. Yeah, he's blaming Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or, and then or, Elon or, Musk. Or the social media mogul, yeah, the companies. And then on well, October 8th, Elon Musk says, welcome back to Twitter, my friend. He, oh, he retweeted okay. that quickly. Yep. Oh, wonderful. Thanks, Elon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Starting to double think, uh, well, and, the excitement and, of maybe having him run Twitter. That well, might not then, be the best thing. And then you have cable channels kind of propping him up and, and kind of, you know, way to go. It's like, boy, oh my gosh. It's like being in a fun house mirror. Like, is this really happening? Way to go, Kanye, or way to go, Elon? Way to go, Kanye. Oh, really? Having him on as a guest and kind of going, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have. Oh, man. Let's open up AOL. We paid our bill, right, Don? We got. You've got mail. Okay. Panda writes I don't think mental illness is an excuse for Ye to be anti Semitic. It's just him being a jackers. Yeah. Sorry for the harsher than usual language, but at some point he has to be held responsible without using his mental illness as a cop-out, writes Panda on Twitter. Yeah. I uh, Hashtag what Panda said. That's exactly what, that's, yes. And that's what I mentioned this morning to Jeff. I'm just like, I, it's frustrating. It's like, okay, I, yeah, I get it. But that that shouldn't just, oh, whoops, okay. Nothing that you said matters. That's not, I don't know how long you can push that button. How long does that go, how long does that stay into effect? Because this yeah. is pretty bad. This is pretty bad. And yeah, again, like I said, making steps to try to get better, but he probably doesn't think there's anything wrong with that's him. That's part of the illness. That's it, right? Yeah. So we're really just seeing this play out. 
Yeah. That's why I don't know if, well, gosh, again, that sounds like I'm making an excuse for him. No, 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 no. I, I hear you. I, it does I influence it. people. That's what the problem is, is that yeah. you are, he does, yeah. you know, you have young people looking to you as an example. I mm-hmm. mean, even there are millions that look at him for an example. And you might think, yeah, right now, sitting in your home or driving to work, like, no way, there's no way. But it's true. It really is. Look at how well his clothing line does. Look at oh my his, gosh, yes, his albums. I mean, people. I don't know, or... and to have that in their head, to put that in their head, all of these negative things, it's just wrong. I see. Also, he has a 2024 hat in a yeah. warehouse on October 7th. So he's ramping up. He's like, I'm gonna run again. It just. Like I said a few minutes ago, what makes me sad and what scares me about this type of anti-Semitic language is the fact that it's really hard to pin down for folks that don't think a couple more layers down. Because, again, when you make an accusation like Jewish folks control everything and then an organization like Twitter bans him for such language, Mm -hmm. then Ye can go, see, see. Yeah, they do control everything. And it and it. And that's why it's hard to pin this stuff down. No, it's not that the Jewish folks are controlling everything. You're being held responsible for the things that you said. And there's a big difference. So, anyway. When we come back, everybody, lightening things up. Oh, a Feebulous trailer is out. I mean, Feebulous. Plus, you, Billy Ray Cyrus. You. Don will explain why next. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 